Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. This podcast is being brought to you by Premier Lighting. And today is June 18th. Boy, time is flying, isn't it, Dave? Hmm. Yes, it is. Dave Crawford is the owner of Patina Yard. Probably one of the most interesting shops I've ever seen. And he stopped by today, and we're going to have a little chat. Hey, Dave, thanks a lot for taking the time out of your busy day to stop and explain a few things to us. Well, thank you, Nancy. So today I want, well, first of all, I've got to say that Dave is the ultimate craftsman, and I did a video with him, and I was amazed and lucky enough to be in his shop. But we're going to talk about barn doors today because they're so popular, and I know that you're doing them you're, every day. You're doing barn doors, huh? Oh, yeah. We do a lot of barn doors. Even though you do other stuff. Yep. We uh, do a lot of furniture. We do a lot of large dining room tables and coffee tables and and uh, actually, we're working on a couple of beds right now as well. So we're Good. always well. It's doing... hard to see that on the radio, ha ha ha. Yeah. So if people are interested, I want them to go into your website. It's patinayard.com. Yeah. Can't and be any simpler than that. Other than the spelling's a little difficult. No one knows how to spell patina, but it's p a t i n a yard.com. Very simple. So I suggest everybody go look at that website. But I want to talk about the barn doors. Because I had Dave do a barn door for me many years ago for one of my clients, and then he told me that uh, that was one of, that was the first barn door that you ever did. I believe it was the first one we ever did. So that was That's the a, birth of a barn door. It was a long time ago, though. Yeah, I know. Before Let's, barn doors were even a thing. I know, but now everybody wants a barn door, whether it's on their TV unit or it's on their bathroom door. Even though, well, we'll talk about privacy and barn doors, but. Uh, so when do you think they really got popular? I would probably say probably three or four years ago, I think, when they started getting more popular. And then now they're just explosive. They're, we ship out most of our doors out of state, actually, right now. And the most popular doors we do are the metal and glass barn doors. Well, I wanted to say that the word barn door leads us to rustic wood but after being in your shop and seeing everything that you do, it's not that. Yeah, I mean, to me, rustic means something is unperfect and doesn't work very good. Everything we do is really refined. It can be weathered, but it needs to be perfect and refined. Do you still do your own hardware for the barn doors? We make about 90% of our own hardware because the stuff we make is better than what you can buy. And all finishes, of course. Yep, we uh, Almost all the hardware we do, we don't paint it. We patina all the hardware because it looks more authentic and it looks it looks, has more character and it looks. Hence, patina yard, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, let's go to the finishes of the barn doors because I love barn doors. I think rather than regular doors, every house should have a bunch of barn doors. Well, they only make sense, and it's like having a piece of art and a door all in one. Exactly. Now, going back to what I said before, everybody thinks barn door. Wood, it looks like the door of a barn. Mm-hmm. Not so today. What are some of the materials that you use? Well, we use, we, we make doors with laminates and veneers, you know, like a laminates that we use are from Italy, and they have, like, texture and grain to them, and they come in hundreds. Oh, thousands. Yeah, just it's endless on that. And, of course, wood veneers, you know, it's endless with wood veneers as well. 
Um, what we, about metals? We do a lot. Yeah, we do a lot of metal and a lot of patina metal doors. We, um, we the, one of the most important things to the doors, people get the doors get too heavy too quick. And we like to, um, we make a hollow cores, doors, and then we skin them with really thin sheet metal. And then we put a patina on them and they look really, really unique. And everyone, when you do patina, everyone's different. You can never, you can never have the exact same finish on a patina. What's the widest barn door that you've ever made? Um, well, we did it at a place out in Tempe for a coffee bar, or uh, a coffee bar inside of a high-end dorm, and it was 12 feet long by 10 feet tall. And 12 feet long right to left? Yes. One door? One door. and So it took three people to open the door? No, it rolls really good, actually. One person can roll it very wow. easily. And it's heavy. It's probably a 12, 1,400-pound door. And so you have the rail on the top. You have nothing on the floor? Yeah, there's a floor guy to keep it oh, okay. keep it straight. Otherwise, and, it's swinging in the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was an I-beam that was up above holding it. Um, we just did a job, actually, for like a guy in Yuma. Um, he owns six like, super large farms. And we made a door for him that was 10 feet by 9 feet. Um, and we just shipped a door to Utah that was, um, oh, I think it was like 8 feet wide by 8 feet tall. So you do ship. So anybody listening to this can uh, still have your barn doors in their house if they live in Europe or South yeah. America. Yeah, we ship all over the place. It's I, Like I said, that 60 70% of our doors actually get shipped out of state. Hmm. What is the most unusual barn door you've ever made? Hmm. There's so many, and they're all unusual. <laughs> you know, that's what we specialize well, in. Well, they're unique, so you don't just say, oh, you want a barn door? Here's a mm-hmm. pick one of three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have that. Everything's custom. So we, we talk to the customer, kind of find out what they want, and they have some inf- inspiration photos or anything. We kind of work with that, and we come up with a design for them. Like I had a lady, and... Um, in her house, she's she's Asian, and she wanted something that was kind of we all yeah. She wanted something kind of Asian looking, and so we made a door and we charred it until the wood crackled, and then we cleared it, and then we got like a red gloss paint, and we used a squeegee and squeegeed back over it into the cracks and wiped it back down. So it was charcoal crackled and had like little reds inside the cracks. And it kind of gave it a really cool Asian look like you expect it to be. I have to correct what I said. When you said she was Asian, I thought you meant aging. Oh. So that's why I said, aren't we all? So going back to her Asian door, I bet you it was gorgeous. She wanted something that was kind of... Asian. Asian, something next to that's what she is, and she wanted to bring some of that into her home. Yeah, I like the idea of very contemporary barn doors. I love contemporary barn doors. And contemporary is one of my favorite styles. Can you do a barn door with like 99% of it glass, so it looks like a sliding glass door on? Oh, yeah. You can, you can do 100% glass as well. Oh, well, then how do you attach the hinging or the mechanism to the glass? You just drill through the glass? Yeah, well, our glass company, they put the holes in for it. We do an, we send them an AutoCAD drawing, and they cut it out exactly where we need all the holes, and the hardware hooks right through the glass. Wow, so you can have pattern on the glass, right? It's, it's, it's endless. We can, wow. we can sandblast a pattern into glass if you wanted something really unique. It's, it, the, the sky's the limit. So only stopped by your imagination. 
Yeah. It was. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so the barn doors have to have a handle on them. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the things you can and can't do with barn doors. Well, like on the typically on the inside of the barn door, we're up against the wall. You can't have a, like a, a large pull because it'd bump into the wall. So usually you have a pocket handle on the inside. And then outside, you can either do a pocket handle or a pull. We should probably say for those who really don't understand what a barn door is. So rather than have a door that opens with a hinge into the room. Mm-hmm. Barn door is a siding door. It's a siding door on a track over a door opening. It just slides over the hole. And, and then slides in front of the wall. Mm-hmm. So you can't have a short wall, say 18 inches and have an opening for a door that's 36, then when you go to slide the 36-inch mm-hmm. door in front of the 18-inch wall, you've got yeah. a problem. Yeah, you do, you do need the space, but sometimes people have that problem, and then we just make a double barn door so it can open up to the right and left so it doesn't need as much space. Oh, so can you? Well, I guess you could have like a 15-inch barn doors for a 30-inch opening and then mm-hmm. just open them like yeah. French doors. Yeah. And then by doing the barn door very creatively, it looks like an art piece when it's open and closed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and what makes it, for us, what makes it more artistic is is being perfect, making it really, making the door really nice and making it flat and making it... And unique just, and different. And all the details. It's all about the details. So I said before, a, a barn door on a bathroom... Is there a way you can put a lock on a barn oh, yeah. door so that you have privacy? Oh, yes. We can lock the doors. Really? Mm-hmm. See, now that? I never knew that. Yeah. we There's stuff that you can buy, and then we make our own. The stuff that we make usually looks a lot better than what you can buy. I kind of get that idea. You know, so it's... Um, so it's it's the way to go. Have you do everything? The hardware, the mm-hmm. door? Well, yeah. We, I say probably 90% of the doors we build all the hardware for. And we make all our most of all our own handles. We have handles that we can purchase that we can offer customers, but majority of the stuff that we build looks better than what you can buy on the market. Of course, and I wouldn't think any less. We do work with everything. Like we work with um, brass, bronze, stainless, zinc, steel. Um, well, I have to say the first barn door that you made, which was for me, was mm-hmm. glass and metal. Yeah, yours was one of the most complicated doors. Really? Yeah. Well, everything was on. It had a radius in the door, That's and then right. it had glass that was three sixteenths thick. Then it had stainless steel that was a sixteenth inch thick, and then it had steel. So we had to get all those materials together to make them and have it end up being flush and smooth. And you did a darn good job. It's gorgeous. The customer was very happy with it. Dave, do you ever integrate LED lighting into the doors? I haven't had anybody ask me to do that, but that would be no problem doing it. Wouldn't that be sharp? Because you could have glass. You could maybe have a wood frame or a metal frame and have glass in the center and then have a perimeter of LED tape lights around. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. In it, it, blue. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's extremely endless. I mean, yeah. I have endless ideas of stuff that it's, it's, we'll never run out of designs and possibilities of something very unique. I know. You'll, and you're, so cre- you're one of the most creative people I know. But I want to talk about going back to lighting fixtures and LEDs, and I do have to bring up the fact that there are people who still don't know what LED lighting is. They should migrate all their light fixtures and bulbs so that they're LED, and then they don't have to change their light bulbs. 
Does anybody know the differences and advantages of using LED? Well, if you don't, you should take the time to call Premier Lighting, go on their website, which is shoppremier.com, give them a call, and they will give you a short education on what LED lights are, what the benefits are, and why you should have them. So call them today as soon as you finish listening to this podcast, and it's shoppremier.com. Now, I want to talk to Dave about something other than barn doors, even though I love barn doors, but he makes the most gorgeous furniture. What's your favorite kind of furniture to make? Hmm. I like doing large dining room tables. And, uh, like, right now we have a table we're working for, with somebody in lives in Manhattan. And it's going to have a brass base. And the brass base is all all curved. Uh, so it's kind of a very complicated base to make. But brass is extremely in now again. Not the yeah. shiny brass. It's what the, kind of finish are you using? It's going to be a weathered a Weathered, weathered brass. Yes. Wow. And uh, then we're doing a white oak top um, it's called drift and that's the way they cut the log because the, the grain in the wood looks different looks more contemporary so there's no knots in the wood nope. it's very um, consistent and straight mm-hmm. it's all the grain is going the same way for people who don't know about rift oak which is my favorite kind of wood yep it, between regular oak and rift oak is a major difference totally different it looks more contemporary and it's cleaner and then we're wire brushing it to get the grain to stick out then we go back over with a sander, and we sand a lot of it out and make it look like it's kind of weathered and the grain's uh-huh. been washed out. I know exactly out. what you're talking about. Oh, sounds great. So how much does that base weigh that you have to send to New York? Well, it's going to be a little bit heavy because we're using heavy-gauge brass. Uh-huh. So I think the base will probably weigh, like, probably 500 pounds, 600 pounds. Oh, nice. And the top, you know, of course, white oak, it's really all oak. It's very heavy. So the top will probably weigh, like, Probably 350 pounds. So is this going into a high-rise in New York City? Yes. And so you hope that the floor is able to hold it? Oh, it'll hold it. Yeah, it'll hold it. <laughs> you and don't the, top, want... the top will be able to come off the base. If they had to get it through somewhere, they can take it apart. Yeah. But, it's just um, getting it in those elevators mm-hmm. in New York. That would be another challenge. Yeah. Um, but we... Um, we, sh- we ship a lot of stuff to New York. It's just like in New York right now, it's... Our, it's, it's Oddly enough, it's our hardest market, our busiest market that we have out of all our jobs. I know. Say something about that uh, customer that you had. He had you had to do a lot of barn doors for his. It was at an apartment. Building? Yeah, we're still doing it. Um, we have a customer in, in Manhattan, and he owns three condo complexes that are eighty units. I think they're built in the nineteen twenties. And in the master bedrooms, we're doing double barn doors out of steel and glass, and we're making them look like old warehouse windows. Oh, yeah. And we're, I think we're on a, about 40, 40 units so far. We still have another 40 to go. Wow. And right now, we have another job We for a builder. He said he specializes in, he specializes on doing remodels and build-outs for celebrities and the super rich. So you're going to be famous. <laughs> if you're not that. yet, so we're we're doing jobs for him as well. So we Great. we have uh, like eight doors going in a place that he's working on, and then we have another lady we're doing the glass and metal barn doors for. There's a, a few different ways of doing them. We have them where they look more like industrial, like a warehouse window, and we have them that look more contemporary. 
So there's a, a couple of different ways of doing it. Well, it's certainly worth it for everybody to go onto your website because we're talking about so much, but this is radio or this is a podcast, and so it's hard for them to imagine if they're not familiar with your work. Mm-hmm. So don't forget, guys, go on to patinayard.com. Let's talk real quickly about live edge tables. Tell me what they are. Um, a live edge table is um, it's when they cut the, they cut the tree... And the edge of the table follows the shape of the tree. Typically, the trees aren't super wide, you know. So a lot of most of the time, that you have to get two pieces of the same cut, and you cut one side one side on each slab straight, and you you join them together by mortise and tenon, and you make sure the grain all matches up. So that'd be book match, typically. Yeah, book match. Yep, and book match. That's the, pretty much how we do most of them. Sometimes we have people want metal down the center of the seam instead of being just the wood connected to wood. There'll be metal metal down the seam or down the middle of it, like about five or six inches wide, and we'll patina it. And um, the live edge slabs are, are really really nice looking tables um oh i think they are i think the one i saw that you were working on was walnut yeah we just finished up a walnut one and it turned out really really beautiful so to see the slab the raw slab and then to see the finished table it's amazing it's it's pretty cool when we get the slabs we don't we found our best supplier for slabs in indiana and washington state getting the right slabs that are dried right is extremely important. It's crucially important because if you get something that's not dry all the way, which almost, I'd say majority of the slabs that people are buying aren't dry right. Oh, that's right. good to know. And they're not dried right, and you, you make a nice table, you stick it in someone's house, and the air conditioning sucks all the water out of the wood because it's pulling all the moisture out of the house. The table starts twisting and cracking. And is there you, anything they can do before the air conditioner dries out the wood? No, you just make sure that you buy from a good vendor well, yeah, that and you too. test it yourself. We have a gauge that sticks into the wood that tells you what the moisture content is of the wood. Oh, really? And sometimes, like, when we get wood, like, from Washington or somewhere, you know, uh-huh. it's more moist, we'll let it, we'll bring it into our shop, and without touching it, we'll let it sit there for a couple of weeks to help get some of the, mo- the moisture out of it. And then, of course, the, the slabs aren't flat, you know. Right. They're, they're cut, rough cut, and then we have to hone them down, and we have a... a a router honing table that we built that goes over the top of the slabs to hone them down. So you hone down one side so it's flat, you flip it over and you hone the other side down. So how long does it typically take to do a custom uh, live edge table? I mean, it's not something you whip out in a weekend. No, no. It could it could take, well, between making a base. Well, then the, getting the slab and, and having slab, it dry out. Yeah, I mean, you're talking, there's quite a bit of time involved. It's not something you just knock out because... One thing, you're working with a really expensive piece of wood, so... Yeah, you, you don't want to say oops, right? Yeah, oops means, oops, it just cost you 3000 bucks. you got to buy a new slab. Ooh. So, yeah, you be really careful what you do and make, make plans of everything. And everything that we build for anybody, no matter what it is and who it is, everything has an AutoCAD drawing for everything we build, and everything's built 100% to the drawing. Wow. Oh, you know, we've got to say something about your partner. She is probably, well, without her, you probably wouldn't exist, right, Dave? Oh, yeah, my wife, Jody. She's my, she's my partner. She takes care of the front end and making sure we're all legal and making sure customers are getting contacted back quick enough. So it's actually Dave and Jody Crawford. And I hope everybody has a chance to look at your website because I think it's great. And Jody's a doll. Very, very much fun to work with. 
Do you have any other comments other than I wish I could afford one of your tables? I wish I could afford one, too. <laughs> and I make it. Um, You're so cute. Yeah. It's just bottom line with our businesses, uh, we just want to make really great-looking stuff. You know, we, we want to always be different. And we don't want to be like anybody else. Well, you're not. You have, uh, first of all, your creativity is way above everybody. And then your interest in coming out with perfection, which mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of nowadays. You know, the old craftsmen are yeah. dead. Well, I was, my grandfather, or my mom's, my mom's dad, he was a high-end custom home builder in Phoenix. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And then my, uh, my dad, he started out as a mechanic. Now he ended up being a manager, um, for the for Cummins, and uh, his dad was a mechanic, and it's just you know I, I was able to I'm able to do anything I want with my hands. It's oh. just natural. I've seen it over and the years. You're amazing. We don't just work with wood and metal. We work wood, metal, and glass, and um, those are the three mediums that I I love the most. They're they're great mediums. They're natural. And, of course, we'll work with anything as long as it's cool and unique, you know, like we work with three form. And you never seem to say no. Somebody can come to you with a crazy idea, and there's Dave going, okay, we can do that. Yeah, sometimes i got to learn not to do that. I, I just took a big job, and it was a, veneer, a large laminate job, and it was just so difficult. But like, you get a lot know. of satisfaction when it's done. Yeah, it looks really cool, and the customer loves it. And Jody's know. rolling her eyes, but it's done. <laughs> She's like, why'd you take that? I know. Hey, i got to get going, and I know you do too. Mm-hmm. So thanks a lot for stopping by. Have a great week. Well, thank you, Nancy. And uh, don't work so hard, Dave. Mm-hmm. Try not to. I want to thank everybody for joining us and listening to this conversation. I learned a lot, and I hope everybody else did. And so, in the meantime, keep listening to those podcasts and have a great day. Mm-hmm.